the sky Think of all the space to run And drift in my mind Get blinded by the sun Hello and welcome to the 8th Note Sessions. I'm Mike Shamil. And I'm Davin Mullen. And our guest today is the band Real Movement. Hey everybody! Thanks for coming on the show today. Thanks Thank you for, for coming us. to the to the peace space. Yeah. Yes. And why is it called the peace space? Um. Well, you well, know, P stands for practice, right? And we do some <laughs> practicing here, so that's that was the first reason uh-huh. why. Yeah. Main it reason. It sounds a little uh, funky, a little psychedelic. Yeah. For some reason. And we definitely okay. go to outer space here. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and we got to suit up for it. <laughs> I was just, yeah, I wasn't gonna mention it the whole time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we were gonna wait till we got to the fundraiser at the end where we explain everything, but I don't want to get into that too much right, right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a big pro- project we got in the works. Speaking of projects, let's start off with that today. Uh, you guys are in studio right now working on an album. Mm-hmm. Yeah, tell right. us a little bit about that. What 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 can you share with the audience? Well, it's our debut album of real movement as it stands with us three um yeah Yeah, and if you've seen us play live uh over the course of 2021 uh you know you you'll know that we've been playing a lot of the the same songs uh throughout this year and so all those songs um we we wrote to the beginning of the year and we've been playing them over and over, and so we just figured it's time to uh, sort of get a nice record of uh, what those songs sound like in their their best format. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so we decided to go to Mammoth Recording Studio, and we're nice. having a great time working with Justin. Um, he he's in the band Aircraft. Um, I don't know Justin's last name. I don't either. Yeah, but shout out to Justin. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's super cool. He's he's helped us a lot through this process. He really has like an ear for like what we're trying to go for and yeah, yeah. So. He's sort of he's sort of like our fourth member. Yeah, <laughs> beautiful. That's a good engineer. Yeah. That's the someone who's movement. almost playing like a, you know a producer role at the same yeah. time. You know, kind of guiding the band to get the best sound out of them. Yep, definitely. Yeah, yeah. He's really helping capture the sound that we go for when we play live and stuff, and that's. What's most important? That's the, the most important thing I think we want to capture on this um, is that we want people to listen to it and get an idea of what they're going to hear when they come see us. Um, yeah. Because there is a lot of other real movement content um, from Kevin, but. Right. Yes. Um, yeah. 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 When I first uh, was introduced to real movement, uh, Kevin was uh, filling in for Christina Stock at a um, open mic down at Daily Planet. And I picked up one of your CDs, and I started following you on Instagram, the legendary at Real Movement Kev. <laughs> yes, yes. And I remember you there because you were you were representing your band Theica. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Back when I was still with those guys. Good times. Good times. Yeah. And uh, you know, it was kind of a neat time to get into Real Movement's music because it's really evolved a lot in its sound, and, and the three of you have really um, taken the original essence of the band, but then like built upon that foundation and kind of you know filled it all out would you say we took it to the moon i I think you've gone all the way to mars elon is at home crying in his Uh wheaties yes um Um, yeah so real movement is a name that i came up with in 2011 because i was actually in another band at the time and i wanted to make my own music on the side and um, I wanted a name. I purposely chose a name that, if it, it could grow over time, like when I chose the name Real Movement, I was like, "This is great because no matter if I 
find people who want to play with me, it can turn into a thing. And so then I moved to Buffalo. So I, I was in Chicago at the time. I grew up in the suburbs in Western New York. And um, then I lived in Chicago for a little bit, made Real Movement. And so if you go to realmovement.bandcamp.com, uh, you're going to find all sorts of um, garage band level demos and, and releases uh, that are a lot of fun and, and very interesting. And it was just me kind of exploring uh, music. And then I moved back here in 2017. Dean, Dean and I go way back. Yep, we go way back, me and Kev. Yeah. Way back. Um, Pretty far back, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Further than space even goes. <laughs> yeah. Wow, wow. Yes. Yeah. That's, that's, yeah. That, that's, that's like that's a true far, origin yeah. story right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so when I moved back to Buffalo, he was the first. I, it was even before I even moved back, I gave you a call. And I was like, you doing anything? I was like, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so I was like, cool. You want to do something? I was like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, let's do it. And so then we did something. Mm -hmm. And uh, so me and him started playing and we, me and you have been through a bunch of iterations of real movement. And one of which is the album, You Are Loved, which is on Spotify and also available on realmovement.bandcamp.com. <laughs> Um, Along with all sorts of other goodies. Yes, mm -hmm. yes. So that was Dean and I. We kind of wrote that a friend of ours had a recording studio in his attic. And I was sick of all the songs that I was playing at the time. I said, let's get rid of all of them and just write songs in the studio. And that's kind of what we did. We had a lot of fun just making stuff up. And then, and then I took those recordings and I spent a year on GarageBand just overloading them with overdubs and such. And then eventually, um, you know, we played together through a bunch of iterations of that, those songs. And then we met Jake here. And, uh, yeah, I was introduced to real movement as it was at hot mamas. It was the, one of the monthly open mics and it was just Kevin and Dean. And that was the, he announced them as real movement. And, 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 and thank you to Christina stock, by yeah. the way. Because you went to her open mic first, mm -hmm. and she came to the Hot Mamas thing. So the the pea space is not just a um, vegetable colored room floating out in the ether. It's also in this large complex that is kind of a community of uh, other musicians and artists. That uh, you never. It's it's kind of like sort of uh, some of the places that the early grunge bands hung out in where like Chris Cornell could just be like passed out drunk in the corner or something like that. Yeah, you know? that sure. yeah. For sure. or, or like a hive. It's like yeah. a hive of musicians. Yeah. 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 And we're, we're all busy bees just making our craft and, and really yeah. getting out oh, there yeah. and, and doing Yeah, Eddie Vedder is here sometimes playing piano in the hallway. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but we're there's always something going on here. Not interested though. <laughs> not so, interested. So to get back on, on the story of real movement yeah. and its its progression and evolution. Um we actually did a write-up, Music is Art did, of You Are Loved uh, back during the during the pandemic when yeah. we were still doing that more yeah. consistently. Um, it was this album that I think had a lot of DNA from like 2004 to 2014, college indie, some, some rock, some ambient elements to it. And what you guys are, are doing now is very different. It's, yeah. very, it's very soft, it's more ethereal, soulful, jazzy. Is that in part because of your inclusion in the band, Jake? Or do you think that's how it was always going to go? Um, I don't know. What do you guys think? Yeah, I, I would say so. I, absolutely. I, I think so. Absolutely, yeah. I, I think I like... Um, 
I, I well after I met them at Hot Mamas, I just um, well first of all I was sort of uh, taken away by Kevin's songwriting, um, and songwriting is always something that I've been invested in that's intrigued me and that I've like studied a lot just the the art of songwriting itself, and um, a lot of that comes with my background and like a lot of like I really liked a lot of like singer songwriter and like indie stuff growing up. Like I loved like Neutral Milk Hotel and like a lot of pop punk bands and stuff like that. And then getting into college more, I sort more uh, I sort of more so studied um, jazz and classical and um, you know soul and funk sort of came with that, and I really was attracted to that. And so when I met Kevin and Dean, I was really, um, I guess, attracted uh, to them because of uh, our similar um, background, like growing up with like the same type of uh, interest in like bands, like these indie rock and pop punk bands and sort of like stuff like that. But also with an idea of like uh, maturing our songwriting together and like trying to take on other influences as well. So. Um, yeah. yeah yeah and and for me too like um the first way back like when my honestly my first real musical influence was the red hot chili peppers and so the band i had in high school i was just trying to be like them and so but then i kind of so i had that funk rock in, uh in me and i also really liked the p-funk growing up as well uh george clinton and parliament funkadelic and um but then over the years it went as I went solo, I, I explored all these other territories and exactly what you're talking about. Indie rock music from, from those two thousands is absolutely where I, where I was pulling from. And, um, so then when he came in and he had, he has a parliament tattoo on his arm, I said, okay, well I get to, <laughs> it, it gave me an invitation to revisit sort of those influences in my life. Yeah. And it was kind of cool that we could connect on all of those levels, both you, you brought a lot of funk and soul, um, kind of playing that I've never I've never played with anyone who's really brought that uh, element to the table. The chords you play on the keyboard definitely changed the whole landscape of our, our music. And um, and real movement, I always wanted to, I always thought it's just so much more fun to go with the flow rather than really come up with necessarily one iteration of a band and have it stay that way. Uh, it was a lot of fun to see it evolve. So first you came in and you started to get involved with the songwriting, which is also a new thing, because before I was the only songwriter and mostly the only one arranging. Um, so to have another voice in there just automatically gave us a new, some more stuff to play with. And then um, we had two other people, Greg Potter and and Chuck. I always forget his last name, because we he's Chuck Stuff. On 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 the Chuck Stuff on, on the Chuck social P. media, and I assume his last name is Stuff. But Chuck and Greg were a part of the band, a, a great part of the band. And then they both couldn't, um, when the quarantine happened, they couldn't really make uh, practices. Uh, their schedules took them elsewhere. And so then it was just us three. And all of a sudden, it's two songwriters and a drummer. And so we had all this space to play with and listen to each other and bounce off of each other. And we really created something totally new for, for, for me. Yeah. I yeah. got to hear a different kind of playing, and I got to change the way I played and the way I wrote songs because of the dynamic the three of us had in, right. in this room right here. I mean, something I, I easily pick up on whenever I do see you guys play or to see your social media presence is that there's this very deep sense of fraternity and mutual respect for, for one another yeah. as oh, musicians. Yeah. Um, 
we were talking a little more in the, the sort of philosophy zone vein of things about higher ambitions with, uh, with real movement. Now, you, you talk to some artists and they maybe have a, uh, a message of self-empowerment is informed by, you know, the, the socio-political element of it. Some people want to tell stories from history. Other people are just looking to evoke a feeling. Um, and the, the consensus seemed to be that you guys were looking to imbue the listener with a sense of empowered optimism. And I was curious in, in this particular year we live in, in this particular world we live in, why, why that? Um, I, just from my own experience, this, this might not necessarily be true, but in my own experience, I've noticed, um, growing up as like a pop punk kid i guess like indie kid it's 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 easy to uh it's it's easier to have just sort of think in like a uh destructive sort of way in like sort of a pessimistic like you know nothing's gonna go my way type of like um uh pattern and so i think i i like the challenge of like uh writing something that's like um, very accessible to people and very like human, human and very like relatable. Um, but like keeping a sense of optimism within it because, um, yeah, just, uh, it's, 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 it's hard to do to like, uh, portray optimism in a way that's like relatable, I guess. Like a lot of the time, um, it's viewed as like you know cheesy or something like that or like uh sort of like hard to understand and i think we tackle it in a way that's um uh i've said the word four times already but relatable and just easily digestible you know um, yeah. yeah 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 for me i i like music that um i like anthems i like the idea of singing a song to get a feeling out um, and to almost uh, overcome it in a way of like taking o ownership. Um, uh, we were talking earlier about P-Funk. You know, I liked the way that they could take something like uh, George Clinton said, funk is the, uh, the, the ring around your bathtub. And I <laughs> love that because it's just, it's funny, but it's also very real and taking like maybe the place you're in is dirty or, or the world is messed up. Uh, but we're gonna make some music and we're gonna feel good and we're gonna heal ourselves through the music um, you brought that element you know you have a music therapy background and the idea of using music as a, a healing force is definitely something that matters to me um, you know I, I definitely I listen to angry music and sad music and I feel those things but then um, I don't know I think just the way we were writing and the fact that we were coming in here I know I had a lot of negative stuff going on in my personal life and obviously the the world around us there was something about when we came in here it was during the winter too so there's already seasonal there's already the sad going on and um not to mention a national or a worldwide pandemic yeah <laughs> yeah that, that doesn't so, really yeah. help things. so when we came in here there was a sense of like there's no windows in here yeah. and we just got to make sounds that just made us kind of feel good we actually have some of those recordings which will be available 
patreon.com slash real movement. Uh, <laughs> uh, some of those are going to be made available. And what you're going to hear when you uh, listen to those things, it's, it's very like gentle music. It was very just like kind of landscapey. And it just made us, I don't know, we were just trying to f- connect to each other. And then we were also just trying to just like let loose from the outside world that seemed to be very negative around us. This was a space for us to sort of just chill out and heal heal ourselves, I think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. definitely. Yeah. Yeah. And and then, how, how about you, Dean? You, you advocating for optimism? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I don't write any of the lyrics to any of the songs. I don't. But uh, I resonate with the optimistic vibe that we put out there. Yeah. And, uh, and you, so. your, your playing definitely helps us, like, find that chill spot. Yeah. I th- thanks. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I think we all collaborate and we all kind of feel good when we play together and that comes out, you know, in the music. It certainly does. And that's, it's a wonderful thing to hear too, is, um, especially when you hear like some of your more like rough and live recordings, you guys definitely gel really well and work together. And that's important when you're a three piece more yeah. than any other sized band, because you know, when you have fewer instruments and fewer people performing, um, mistakes and things are kind of harder to bury in the mix. Mm-hmm. And you guys do a really good job live of kind of supporting each other musically and giving each other that space to kind of do something cool. But you know, it it, it really it it's a it's a great like team sort of effort. Yeah, we've spent a lot of time uh, testing each other's boundaries and um, just like I think we. Uh, we just have a very good sense of like uh, where to trust each other and, and things like that because of just all the uh, all the practicing yeah, we did. We did hours, a, we've done a lot hours. of practice. We just yeah. yeah. So. And um, and it ends up being that sort of I always felt it was like this Ouija board sort of thing where some of the jams we would have would just happen and you weren't really sure exactly who was leading and who was following. It was just all kind of this. We all ha- we all had our fingers uh, on the thing, and we were seeing where it was going together. Yeah, it really felt like. Yeah, uh, huh. yeah, yeah. Just a lot of <laughs> experimenting and pushing and pulling, and yeah, yeah. Um, Finding our sound, I yeah. guess. Yeah, and I think, in, and also in between all these jams, we would talk and connect and talk about what was going on in our lives yeah, yeah that's, that's very true, true too we still that's still a big part of when we get together and here is is in between the jams we'll talk about whether it's you know stuff that's bugging us stuff that we're going through um and we just help talk it helps to talk it out so there's there's that part of it too that we all actually communicate with each other on a human being level not just on a musical level too and I think that helps us um, trust each other even yeah. more. Yeah, we all we always joke about how just transparent all of us are, in, in the sense of like if there's yeah. some sort of issue or like some sort of conflict of like maybe like a, a something going on in the, within the songwriting, then we'll just bring it up with each other. Yeah, and talk we'll talk it about it. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, which is I think that's really our like strongest thing. I think that's helped us make this sound and make this thing happen and just like work together so well yeah beautiful yeah that's awesome so stepping outside um then if, if we're going to talk about fostering a community spirit and having sort of the community spirit inform the music and everything um what are some of the associated acts that you guys like to play with what are some of the venues that you like to hit up and 
what what parts of the scene have been sort of foundational into you know the music you're making right now yeah well we played porch fest with yellow thumper and that was one a fun gig the idea of porch fest is a really cool idea i'm really happy that Hell yeah we got to have that this year um and yellow thumper is a band yeah, that we, awesome. we enjoy a lot yeah a great uh, yeah um yeah we connect with them a lot um we all like uh passed out yeah passed out's really good a lot. And we what happened after you passed out? No, I'm just <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we like um, we've we played a, we've played a lot um, at Milky's previously, but going forward, we really like playing at Nietzsche's. We really like the crowd yeah. there, and um, yeah, that's where we've th- I, we've connected with bands there. Like passed out, we played with them, and we've really yeah, we seem to connect with the crowd that comes to Nietzsche's. We we played yeah. um, a show there. Uh, we played the front of the room like on a Thursday night way back in like May or June. And um, it was one of our first shows playing out. And so there was, I'll be, we, be honest, like we didn't pull a ton of people because it was very early on. But everyone that was coming in seemed to vibe with what we were doing. Yeah. So I think it's really cool to, when you find that venue that already has the kind of fans that is going to listen to you and seem to vibe with you. It's, it's probably, really nice to have. Probably has one of the more open-minded audiences yeah. going for Nutri's for sure. Yeah, a lot of weirdos yeah. go there. Yeah. It's yeah. pretty fun. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, good space for weirdos. Yeah. We also love, of course, like you know, anyone in, within the singer-songwriter community, um, like you, Devin, of course, and um, you know, Mike Farrow, everyone within that community, uh, Demaya. Uh, it's, it's a very, you know... Yeah, Christina, Christina Stock. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Doing doing the the Zoom open mics uh, was really fun to meet so many people through that. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> that, that was a great great. That was thing. kind of one of our lifelines during like lockdown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah, and for me personally, and uh, Jake, you go to it too. The Daily Planet open mic Love on the second and fourth Thursdays, hosted by Christina Stock. Every once in a while, I'll, I'll fill in as a guest host. But that's a great place to go. I love, um, I love going there. Yeah, um, that's like my that's favorite spot to like try out my new songs. Because mm-hmm. what I like about that open mic in particular is people are so attentive in the audience. Yeah. Yes. Nothing is worse than like going to a place to play music and everyone's like on their phones and yeah, like right. looking Talking. at the TV yeah. and you're just there. But when you like go to a place that you know everyone's like eager to hear what people have to bring to the table yeah. that's just the the fucking best yeah yeah i think sure. a big part of that is because it's a coffee shop so it has that sort of intimate vibe but also the hours of the open mic it's seven to nine which is like you don't get that rowdy drunk yeah. crowd or whatever you know and it's um, yeah yeah i do um, like the nietzsche's open mic though it's yes kind of, yeah i i just did just, that last night last night right yeah nice. yeah yeah um and a big part of the daily planet is also andy wyatt Andy is uh, yes. You know Andy. Uh, he's a man. He he's a he's a he's a. That's what the cool thing is. That sometimes open mic isn't just the um, the people who do it necessarily like for a living, trying to make money. Andy is just doing it for the love of playing music. He's so passionate. So he passionate. And he's passionate for everybody else that's, too. That's the most supportive everybody person else. I've ever met. Yeah. What blows yeah. me away about him too is there's been more than one occasion where I've seen him like singing along people's lyrics. Yes. Like the, the first time, like I saw him singing my own lyrics. I'm like, okay, <laughs> like my immediate, like family who's here, like aren't even doing that. <laughs> yeah. awesome. and, and, and he's, he's just right like, there. like going along yeah. with it. I'm like, like, damn, like he's really like engaged in, and like, he is. 
loving it. And yeah. Like, man, we need more like as, folks like him hanging out at yeah. Exactly. Shows. As an artist, <laughs> that's so inspiring and motivating to keep going. Like, okay, yes. All and right. He's super talented he's, himself. Yes, he's, he is. And yeah. very humble. Too. Great, great harmonica player. Yeah. Hopefully he sees this. Yeah. <laughs> Andy. Yeah. Shout out, Andy. We love you. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, I, I think we're we're getting to about about time, uh, so give you question, then I'll percolate on one. All right, and then do the closing. Yeah, right. yeah. While he's uh, percolating away, <laughs> as we're thinking about coffee and whatnot, <laughs> um, what is beyond the horizons for real movement? Beyond the album, like what's what's kind of like the the longer term sort of vision that you guys have. I think we we really take it one step at a time. Um, yeah, <laughs> which it's really so true. Yeah, it has its ups one and downs. One step at a time. Yeah, it has its ups <laughs> and downs. But like right now, we're <laughs> we're focusing on the album. Yeah. That's like we're putting a lot of our energy into just making that what we have envisioned it to be, and like really making it be um, something that we're like proud of. And um, yeah, yep. and then you know after that, we're gonna focus on playing more shows and just uh, sort of like um keep it going keep it going keep exactly it going. keep that keep momentum it, keep it moving yes. yeah keep it moving. Um, really yeah we <laughs> <Moving>. yeah <laughs> really really moving um yeah and we we'll, like we talk about other bands that we look up to and we'll think oh that's cool if we did that or if we could include that one day but we don't we don't get too bugged out about whether we're doing that or not yeah we just like we 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 do it one step at a time so we don't freak ourselves out yeah <laughs> and and we're just trying to or come yeah. off as like inauthentic like we're trying to like you know uh force something or i don't know we're just being ourselves i guess yeah yeah being honest with ourselves and letting ourselves grow grow uh slowly and naturally mm-hmm. yeah i dig so yeah. i i guess my last question is it is a very, very fortunate thing to find people who you, you know, you have a brotherly love for, where you can sit down and express yourselves freely and, and come up with something that's good. That doesn't always present itself to everyone. So my, my question is, is twofold. What words of encouragement do you have for people who haven't found their people just yet? And what are you hoping changes in the buffalo music scene in the future being being as involved whether it's in musical therapy or in the open mic scene or just being a, a good musician you know um what needs to change hmm. oh man that's heavy <laughs> yeah right well yeah. i would say so the, the first question um to people who um i guess are still trying to find uh, like people that they're um comfortable with being open with and stuff just like i think the most important thing for anyone to do is just be yourself um unapologetically and if you don't know what that is then you know spend some time to find it because um that's i mean that's like what i said when i saw you guys at hot mamas that's what attracted me was i saw the like um influence of like stuff i uh had done previously and like music that i had liked before and just like the songwriting and it was just very organic i guess how it all came about Mm -hmm. so just yeah 
just finding yourself and then just being that way unapologetically is the most important thing i think yeah and i would say be patient too and know that it's it's not it wasn't a linear process for me for sure or even dean and i i mean we started playing in 2017 but then there was a period where we didn't play together for a little while yeah. uh, you joined another band yeah and then i was kind of just literally there was an entire year where i didn't go to open mics i just sort of was like i need to hole up and i made a million instagram videos and i kind of just did my own thing for a little bit and then even when I came back, um, I played with uh, another drummer for one practice, and I said no. And then I played with uh, another group, this two two dudes, and I tried that for a few practices. And I was like, I got two practices in. I was like, yeah, this is gonna be this is gonna be the new direction. And then and then Dean was like, yeah, I'm ready to play again. I was like, all right, never mind. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and so you sort of know when you find your people because then we find yeah. each other again. And even before, like before you even moved back to to Buffalo, um, I wasn't playing. I hadn't, I hadn't played out for like three or four years oh, wow. or, or maybe maybe like three years but um yeah that's why but you brought me back too because I, I was playing out before that and then you know for a long time i just kind of like gave up i mean i was playing drums a little bit but i wasn't playing out and you brought me back out too so oh, nice. it's kind of just like a um eventually you find your people you know yeah they're like you yeah just naturally sh you know I don't yeah know. so like give, i would say give it a shot you know if you meet people and you you think that it could work give it a shot and see if it works and maybe it won't but maybe it will yeah <laughs> that's pretty much it, yeah and then you had a second part to the question and i forgot right. you want to change yeah yeah so oh. what yeah what's well, some stuff that needs addressing that needs change and well, we need more people to sign up for Patreon.com. <laughs> no, 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 in the music scene. In the scene. I think that'll be a great start. <laughs> you hit your plug limit. <laughs> I can't help myself. That's funny. That's a tough I one. I came That's in here with an question. agenda. Um, I mean, well, someone mentioned, I don't know if it was Devin or Kevin, but um, my... Um, music therapy background and uh one of the biggest things um i am a music therapist and, and one of the biggest things that we advocate for is just um uh i mean that everyone has some sort of like musical child within them that they um need to or that it, it helps with uh it's it's worth exploring that and being open to that and also just the self-expression power of, of music, whether you're uh, Kurt Cobain or you're Beethoven, you know, it's like music is music. And um, I think the biggest thing is, is uh, just accepting yeah. everyone's music, I guess, equally and not viewing, oh, they play like this i'm i'm sort of above that you know type of thing it's a yeah. all music is authentic and genuine that's a good point yeah um, i think more acceptance definitely. and more embracing of everybody because that's something that i had to work through myself you know i've definitely been a musical snob at points in my life um i can definitely admit that and uh and and things honestly things like the post apoc open mic was a way for I, I i saw the acceptance and embracing happening in real time and it taught me a lot of like of of opening myself up to the scene 
Um, so yeah, more acceptance and embracing. If you see musicians out there, give them a listen, give them a real listen. Um, and that's why I love going to open mics and really just listening to people um, from where they're coming from. That's definitely will make the scene a lot better mm -hmm. uh, because there's so much talent here. There's so many creative, unique people. Um, so like, I feel like we already have the people, you know, and we have uh, some of the spaces too. Um, we just need to keep, keep doing it. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, and finding the, some, and something I've found within the past year is just like the, or a year or two is the beauty of collaboration. Um, and how just that can be way more productive than any type of, um, uh, than anything else. Just collaboration is, uh, very important. Yeah. 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 I think that answers it pretty well. Yeah. <laughs> right thank you. Well, yeah. thank, thank you, you all for yeah, being thank on. Thank you guys for coming here. Yeah. This has That's been good. the Eighth Note Sessions. I'm Mike Shamil. And I'm Davin Mullen. And our guest today was the band Real Movement. Thank you, gentlemen. We're and going thank to you space. for thank listening you. at home. Here's an excerpt from the song Hard Look by Real Movement. Note sessions are produced by Music is Art. Our co-hosts are Devin Mullen and Michael Shamil. Editing by Michael Shamil. The executive director is Tracy Fletcher. Our program director is Sarah Elizabeth Shaw. You can help programs like this keep going by donating today at musicisart.org. Thanks for listening.